0: Well, no applause, just the clap. The only show that says La La Land winning the Oscars is fake news. I'm sorry, winning Best Picture is fake news. I don't
1: know. I think they pretty much won the Oscars without
0: winning Best Picture. I. They did. They did. Um, it turns out that Warren Beatty was handed the wrong envelope. Uh, he was handed the uh, Best, actress. Uh, Best Actress and read it. Um, and then you get half of, uh, La La Lane's speech, and then half of Moonlight's. You know, so. I
1: actually, I give it to the the producers and the director of La La Land. They actually were pretty gracious when it was revealed that it was the wrong picture. Oh, they got
0: off the stage, because at one point, like...
1: No, but it's just one of those things, like, they could have thrown a fit, they could have acted like fucking children, but they actually did pretty graciously... Except what had happened. Yeah.
0: And Jimmy Kimmel was actually kind of subdued about it. Like, I'm well, surprised he didn't a like Jimmy Kimmel's joke.
1: like that. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, you're like... Because he literally had no <laughs> idea what the fuck was going on. So, you know, stuff happens. It's live TV. That's how it goes.
0: Yeah. No one said anything overly horrible about Trump. That um, we were all wondering what was going to happen when Meryl Streep took the stage. Um, as a <laughs> overrated actress. <clears throat> So
1: and I'm very glad that Matt Damon didn't get too shamed during the Oscars.
0: Oh my God. I had to explain the whole thing with, um,
1: with Kimmel and Damon.
0: Yeah. To, to my mom. Um, I'm
1: sorry. The, the one with God, it was Ben Affleck and he was like wearing Matt Damon under the suit and snuck him on set. Yeah. I I don't remember what, was it Batman Superman? It might've been him yeah. promoting Batman Superman when he like wore Matt Damon onto the Kimmel set.
0: So, um,
1: and Kimmel said it basically just ended up being kind of a dump joke in the first season where they'd ended up being too busy and saying, sorry, we didn't have on. Yeah, yeah, we had to bump
0: Matt Damon, yeah. and then it turned into, I'm fucking Matt Damon, which turned into, I'm fucking Ben Affleck.
1: <laughs> but like I said, no, I I love their weird little hilarious feud. Yeah,
0: yeah. It doesn't really exist, in case you're wondering. Um, you know, because
1: obviously Matt Damon, has his face, somebody angry enough to hate him like that. <laughs>
0: How many gay the wor- serial killers... <laughs> I was going to say, the, like made- the
1: world's most milk, telt- milk toast person in the entire.
0: Nah, I wouldn't call him milk toast. I It's his
1: little milk toast. Really? You don't think so?
0: No, Jason Bourne alone, like... I mean, the role... The, you know the, the, funny role, thing not is, the-, no, the
1: funny thing is, him as Jason Bourne, he did great at it. The physicality was amazing. The acting was great. I really, really wish they brought Franca Portentier back in for more movies. But I still don't buy him as an action star. I know that's such an assholey thing to say, but I, when I look at him, I don't think of his physicality.
0: No, he does. He does a lot of more art, independent stuff. I mean, quote unquote.
1: I think maybe it's just something about his build. He just always looks a little soft. I mm. don't mean that in a bad way. I just don't think of him as like the super ripped Jason Statham out of Death Race Two Thousand.
0: Okay. Yeah, whatever that reaction was. Mm. We have so much to talk about, other than the Oscars, which we're not going to talk about because we're done. Um, The Son of Zorn finale. I did watch
1: the Son of Zorn finale.
0: Everything's coming up Zorn, except for that part where he gets kidnapped by whatever it is, like a snake person.
1: I actually really like the fact that I want to say
0: Cobra Commander but, but not so I right. do like
1: the fact that they didn't have the end of the season being her fiance disappearing. I like that they have the follow up episodes with them finding him again and readjusting. And him. he comes
0: yeah. you know, and they come to grips and she realizes the that um oh, what dynamic. Yeah, that um not Tim Curry, Tim Meadows. Meadows, uh, and not Tony Collette. Um
1: Cheryl Hines. Hines.
0: Cheryl Hines, thank you. Um, like, find love, and they find what's real.
1: And I like that Tim Meadows finally fucking mans up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: that was the whole point. And then Zorn's like... Because
1: he was always a good person, but he just let so many people walk all over him.
0: And he has that character turn, and then Zorn has a character turn where he's getting rid of everything Zephyrian
1: Because he's committed to staying in Southern California to be and... an heir of Angeload. Yeah. Or son of Zorn.
0: Yeah, Alan. Um... And then that turns out that we don't know where that weird scepter went because it was sold at a garage sale. And that's why.
1: I don't remember what his fucking name is. Yeah. It's... Some sub villain from his past kidnaps him. Well, it, it's like a before.
0: Skeletor. It's like a Skeletor, but it's like Serpentor, not Serpentor. That's G.I. Joe. But yeah, like it's some kind of snake based name. Um
1: but it's that that also happens like after but gets, know, like, Tim Meadows and Cheryl Hines have gotten back, he's doing okay. Married. Like I they said, get married. They, they get married. Uh, is is Linda the name of his boss?
0: Yes. Well, she was his boss.
1: Well she's his boss again.
0: Oh that's right. Like I said, <laughs> she gets
1: her job back, things are going well with them. They actually seem to have Because the a actual baby. guy who's
0: milk toast fucks up.
1: Yeah. I was gonna say and takes responsibility despite the fact that it wasn't even his fucking fault. Yeah. I was gonna say things are going well with them and then he goes out to get balloons and get kidnapped. Unfortunately, the timing of that really leads everyone to believe that he just went back to his old ways. Went off and, off and fucked off, Right yeah. off to Zephyria again.
0: So, I'm interested to see if it gets, A, a second, does it, do we it's, know? It's
1: called a long shot to get a second season, unfortunately. Yeah, on,
0: on this one, unfortunately. Um, especially the way Which, it ended.
1: Honestly, it was an okay series, but it was nothing I was ever excited about. I never thought to myself, ooh, Son of Zorn's on tomorrow. I Can a... I enjoy it? Absolutely. If it I had it on my list. I mean, a I like Seasons to Grow. It's, it's written by the guys who did the Lego movie.
0: I, I liked that, you know, they had that kind of. I, I like the dynamics of everything. I like the, the premise of it. Um, it wasn't.
1: I also do like that they have Cheryl Hines as like this insane coke addicted party girl that's completely reformed.
0: That they're like, yeah, talking All about like All of their the... crazy
1: fucking orgies.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the fact that when Alan takes the anti-Zaphyrian drug, that turns his legs, or his bottom half, yes. normal. And he looks down at his pants and goes, oh, only one.
1: Yeah, and they have that joke in the last episode, it's that I don't know if you're like a side-to-side or a front-back penis.
0: Yeah. So, um, if it gets the second season, I'd be very interested to see where it goes. I think it's got a lot of potential. Um, I'm, I don't want to use this as a segue, but I, I think that... It's like Powerless, where it's really cute, but once you get Substance, then you can get into it.
1: I think Powerless is doing better than Son of Zorn. I think they've started to build Substance to it.
0: Already. Well, well let's I... jump to Powerless. Yeah, let's then. jump
1: to Powerless. So we're four episodes into Powerless. Yes. They completely and utterly changed the premises of the pilot after pitching it for the first time. And so now it's about them building the products that help people that are powerless, as opposed to her bringing an insurance adjuster trying to get people's claims... That, for things that haven't Yeah, now it's a matter of like yeah. gaining
0: um like business acumen and sales yes, and profits exactly. so that Alan Tudick can go to Gotham.
1: So Alan Tudick <laughs> him with the gun hands when they memed him, I laughed way fucking louder than I should have.
0: The show is really it is
1: It's very in touch and plugged in and very funny.
0: It's it's very smartly written. Um, but
1: just like that, can we get a copy of that photo? And like, it was the one with him and the sombrero and the mustache with the finger guns that cracked me up so hard.
0: Is there the, that was the last episode where they cropped, he cropped someone. He got someone.
1: cropped out of the Dream Team photo. Yeah. And the H, not this last one, but the one before the last one. It's episode three where that was in. Okay. Because it's the same one where she gets into the like the weird kind of pissing contest with the guy from HR about their fantasy league. Right, And right, turning off right. the internet. His um, last one is the one where he's in the Robin suit, and both Danny Pudi and Ron Funches notice he's wearing something under his suit and keep trying to figure out what it is.
0: Uh, by the way, Alan Tudyk doing. If that wasn't Danny Pudi doing his Batman impression, I'm actually disappointed.
1: I'm pretty sure that what? was that was Danny Pudi. Because
0: Danny Pudi does a great Batman impression. Yeah, because he did a that great Chris on on Community. Yeah.
1: The whole one where he lost his Batman commentary and he thought he was Batman, but it was really just their downstairs neighbor stealing Annie's shoes. Yeah. Oh. Which, by the way, is the creepiest fucking thing.
0: Oh. Uh, but no, Powerless is... It, it's starting to it's gain really substance. It's
1: really cute. I think, honestly, this is one of those that we need to give it ten episodes, and if it has heart by then, then it'll go. Well, I think it really And they're doing well.
0: it, really bit, it really built heart when you have Vanessa Hudgens uh, date a henchmen. henchman Which you played know, by a major
1: the thing is you know exactly what that made me think of though. the Venture Brothers when it was um, the monarch is a henchman trying to date Dr. Girlfriend
0: oh when she was like Queen Ophelia Queen or whatever Etheria. Etheria, yeah under the uh, phantom limb
1: yeah exactly no but it was one of those where it's like you know it's it's the, the henchmen have lives too thing yeah no it's the whole you know the henchman's support group in season 2 of the Venture Brothers yeah
0: and it it shows a, a bigger world, and fleshes them out. And I really liked that you had that with uh, it was Major from *I Zombie*. Uh, I don't Plank. know
1: the actor's name.
0: I, I don't either. Is um,
1: he always? I loved that they have the website with the five signs you're dating a henchman.
0: That he invites you to the <laughs> the boss on a yeah, yeah island the, shaped like a skull
1: covered in bruises. Yeah.
0: I love that he had like the Green Lantern like. Punch. That was
1: so fucking funny. The Green Lantern Punch. And
0: he's like, I gotta go. Um, because she thinks he's a doctor.
1: Like I said, look at this bracelet he got me. He must have stolen it from a really nice, nice place.
0: place. And she's like, What? Yeah, you're dead, in catchment. Um,.
1: But it's it's I really like shows that do the whole henchmen or people too thing. Absolutely. I know it's 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 weird and it's stupid, but it's one of those things where I don't in, think it's weird or stupid at I all. I think it's the beginning of the fourth season of The Venture Brothers, where the monarch breaks out of prison, and twenty one and twenty four have to go to the ghetto, and try and recruit more henchmen.
0: Third season.
1: Is it the third season? Yeah, I guess. Do you uh, like close ties to friends and family, and would like a job with endless upper management? Yeah. Yeah. They set up, like, the weird, like, he's wearing the puffy jacket and they have, like, the weird recruitment booth. It's, it's like,
0: there. the, like, job, yeah, like, the job fair the booth. The
1: worst job fair booth in the middle of nowhere ever. You get a hot piece? You have a cool ride? Yeah.
0: And then they have, like, a bunch of gangsters who were, like...
1: They do, and it was hilarious. I done told you my name was number one! <laughs>
0: um, so, yeah, I think Powerless is building heart, um...
1: But it also asks the question that we've been asking for years: Why the fuck does anybody live in Gotham anymore? Well, they don't. No, but it's just one of those like, why do people live in Gotham? Why do people live in fucking New York with uh, with Superman around? Like Metropolis. Both yeah. Wait, was Metropolis supposed to be Chicago?
0: Yes. No. No, Metropolis is New York City.
1: I thought Gotham was New York.
0: No, Gotham's in like, Jersey, based on that map. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure Star Top- cities no. on the west coast. No, I'm pretty sure, sure Gotham's New York. Coast.
1: I want to say that, like I said. That, oh, absolutely, I agree. The Metropolis is probably, I was going to say, probably Chicago. But it's just like, why does anybody live in these cities anymore? The rent's terrible, it's hard to find work, and traveling is basically a hazard to your health.
0: When you don't include superheroes and supervillains, no, I was
1: including them, which is really funny because I think they mentioned that in the third episode where she's trying to find an apartment in I think they call it what Charming City. Charm City. Yeah, Charm City, and she can't find one that's affordable. And I kind of want to be like, why aren't all the apartments cheap as fuck with all this shit that's going on? Right,
0: like that her falafel stand or whatever that was, the the hot dog cart or or whatever it it was and muffins it was a bakery and thing yeah. uh, gets like totally bombed by the We're sold out. J- jack-o'-lantern or sold. jack of lanterns or whatever it was Yeah. but
1: like I said why aren't apartments cheap as fuck and one yeah. would think that like the higher they are off the ground like the higher the level the cheaper they'd be
0: oh, absolutely because you run into like collateral damage via man of steel
1: just, just saying
0: a lot of collateral damage a lot of people died in that movie
1: no, I, I get that, but I'm just saying, it's one of those, they're like, I think I might have found an apartment that's okay, and they all roll their eyes at her. Why wouldn't real estate be super fucking cheap? Oh my god, I just had the greatest idea for a comic book. What's that? It would all be all about a superhero that also happens to be a realtor, and what he's doing is basically selling all of the abandoned properties in Detroit and promising to police them himself.
0: Like, as a superhero?
1: Uh, no. He'd be a realtor. No, but he's protecting sells them. them. Yeah, and he, he protects them himself. So he's basically just trying to make his own money by making this safe area, but also selling all of the property at the same time.
0: So there's like a chunk of Detroit who's like, well, it's pretty protected much all, It's by pretty much
1: all Detroit. Like, all Detroit's terrible right now. So he right. could buy up all the fucking loose properties, and sell them again, and then self-police them to make the, uh, the property more valuable.
0: Yeah. Sounds super villain, but like no, you're onto something.
1: Well, I don't mean like I'm just saying it's a yeah, good yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. It's like RoboCop. Like you're basically selling the police protection, but if you're doing it also as somebody who owns the property, you can make so much more money. Let that ruminate. Yeah. Get back nope. to me on your thoughts. I like this it. is this is a good I like idea. It. I like it.
0: Yeah. Um speaking of superheroes, let's jump right into DC TV. Superhero um, sucks yeah that's why we don't talk about it Supergirl 6 Flash Mm -hmm. so they pretty much shot their budget on one episode you could just
1: say shot their wad
0: but okay oh my note says budget shot Um, they went to Earth 2 Gorilla City
1: which frankly I've been looking forward to this since they started teasing
0: it last season Mm -hmm. when they sent Grodd to Earth 2 I wow Um, there's some spectacularly bad green screen, but otherwise, this is where they, like, the next three episodes are going to be them trapped in Star Labs as, like, bottle episodes. Because there's no way, like, they animated so many monkeys, so many apes. Okay, I uh, get that, but a bottle episode isn't
1: necessarily a bad episode. No, that's very true. You just end up in your underwear behind tables trying to figure out who took the damn pen.
0: Exactly. Community? Great. Um, but you've got, they animated Grodd, Solivar, um, a, a, an ape army, which we'll talk about in a moment, um, the entirety of Gorilla City, um, and like I said, they really couldn't splurge for not great green screen. This uh, is
1: essentially, I think, what they've been budgeting for for probably two seasons now.
0: Is that what we haven't seen Savitar? Um, Budgetary reasons? I'm guessing, yeah. Okay.
1: Like I said, I think they've basically the second that they put Grodd there, I think they basically started saying, Hey, let's kick this X amount of money over here and start building it's it. There's gonna for
0: be this. a lot of monkeys when CGI.
1: Well, and I don't mean
0: that circus ain't cheap.
1: I don't mean that in a bad way, I'm just saying I think they've been building towards this budget wise for a while now. Okay. So yeah, maybe the next few episodes are them trapped in Star Labs trying to make sure nobody escapes from the loop. Oh, Caitlin's
0: are... bracelets are broken. and.
1: Like I said, because those are cheap to make. But yeah. you know what? Like, it was kind of worth it.
0: For the most part, yeah. I mean, they, they set a lot up like in terms of there's a... I keep saying monkey. I know they're apes. Don't jump down my dick on Twitter about this. Um,
1: what was I watching recently where somebody said that better be a chimpanzee tale that I feel somebody's like chimpanzees don't have, have tails. tails no they don't they're part of the eighth crap now I don't remember what that oh no no, I remember what it was it was an episode of the Simpsons okay go ahead
0: um, so you do have a massive guerrilla army that's ready to overtake central city
1: is it bad that when you say gorilla army I normally imagine dissidents in some part of Asia
0: I don't get the reference so yes
1: guerrilla warfare
0: oh different kind of guerrilla
1: spelled the same no, it's not. It's not? Nope. Okay.
0: No, no, it is not. Okay. No, it is not. Um, so, there you go.
1: Well, that just happened.
0: Um, so you have the, uh, Gorilla Army, uh, set to take on, um, Central City, which is what they're trying to stop, but it turns out they managed to get, um, Vibe or Cisco away from Garod. um, because he was going to use... Him to open up a portal to, you know, Earth 1. And you're like, oh, everything's okay! Until Gypsy shows up. Who, Gypsy's like the super vibe. Um, Not to be confused with Vibe from Earth 2. Did he die?
1: His name wasn't Vibe, it was something else.
0: Oh, you're right, it was like. Not Quake. It was, um. Yeah, it was something. But anyway, so. Sure it wasn't Quake? No, because that's.
1: That. Frequency,
0: was it Frequency? Or Amplitude, or something. So,
1: something to do with sound waves. Yeah.
0: yeah. So anyway, so uh, gypsies on Earth 2, ready to unleash like the, the gorilla, people. yes, the gorilla army. Um, my only real big bitch on this episode of Flash is that they all get shot with, like, poison darts, um, which pew it seems... Pew. How was that?
1: I said pew, pew, pew
0: sure that's what darts sound like not
1: no darts don't like spitting of course like you just did
0: no but like they'd be like
1: yes let's keep doing this for another two minutes it's
0: soft tissue penetration so anyway um my issue yeah be a great name for a band right soft tissue penetration so anyway um my only issue is that everyone gets shot with these darts these poison darts and they affect the Flash at the same rate. They affect everyone else. Which that doesn't I know, make sense. Okay, yes. You're absolutely right. But if he um, can't
1: get drunk, why would the fucking poison in a dart affect him the same way? That's exactly. exactly. Well, like, he
0: would wake up sooner or be able to...
1: Kind of power through
0: Metabolize it. it. Or the fact that like, if he felt... like In the comics, when Wally West... Um, which I know is not the show's Flash. But whenever Wally West appears to be shot by a bullet from a gun... Where else would a bullet come from, now that I think about it? But, uh, if he felt the heat of the bullet, like, on his skin, he would automatically, like, vibrate intangible.
1: And try and vibrate the bullet away from him.
0: Well, through him. Because he would go intangible.
1: Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, which is why imagining it going the other direction as opposed to him just leaning into
0: it. No, no. So he would vibrate no, that's intangible. that's exactly what he was doing. Which is just why just in Mark Wade's uh, Tower of Babel, which, um uh, j- uh there was a Justice League cartoon based on it. Um, they build a vibrating bullet okay. that would match his vibrations. Okay. Um, so.
1: What is the device they use to kill the Flash when they get Batman's plan?
0: A vibrating bullet. Uh, they. No, he
1: has the thing on his hand, right? In the cartoon.
0: In the cartoon, it's a bomb that gets implanted through his yeah, hand. Yeah. And if he vib- if he tries to vibrate, it'll Except go off. Okay. And if he goes. Well, Under a certain amount yeah, of like speed, I said, he's, he's they, they turn him he's him into the boss. Like I said, yeah. he's
1: speed with a vibration problem. Uh, okay, sorry, go ahead.
0: Ken Reeves would kill for that, but uh, uh, but in the comics, yeah, it was a vibrating bullet that put him into um, uh, super speed seizures. Um, Which seizures. sounds terrible. Oh, there was. It's one of my. It, unfortunately, it's one of my favorite lines in comics where, when they finally get it out of him he goes oh my god there were days I wanted to die how long was I out and they said 22 minutes do
1: you realize that actually kind of calls back to well I shouldn't say calls back to but it, it's very germane to an episode of Star Trek where the captain Captain Picard gets Knocked out for a few minutes But in those few minutes He's knocked out He lives an entire lifetime Okay And when he wakes up He feels like he's lost A family And an entire life Of things that he thought He lived
0: uh, It's very much the What is the, the The Alan Moore And they did an animated Version of it For the man who has everything With the black mercy Okay yes No him, that's
1: exactly what it is When Superman Goes back to Krypton And he thinks yeah, he's married He has, married his and a, has son a son And all that And like I said It's the But black it's a hallucination
0: That takes like it takes like seconds f- minutes
1: like i said when you wakes up you have that loss of a lifetime of memories mm-hmm. even though you were only gone for a few minutes but
0: that he's like i had a son like and i loved my that's son that's one of
1: the, like that's up there with the him killing the little girl because she uh, can batman yeah him killing the little girl cuz she Ace. can't can't control her powers like mm-hmm. that's that's like part of part of ice crying bad you know what oh, i mean yeah yeah that's one absolutely. of those Every time the Batman made you cry, yeah.
0: All the times he didn't like chocolate milk. Um,
1: but like I said it's just when Batman goes into Ace, and she can't control her powers, and she knows. And that she,
0: she knows can- that it's killing her, and he's like, and she's like, stay with me until the end, and he's like, yes. And they're
1: on the swing set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh God!
0: Fuck you, Bruce Timm, for making me cry at a Batman cartoon. Uh, it's, it's, multiple times. It's
1: almost as bad as the the reimagining they did recently, where you have the the baby Brainiac coming to Earth, and S- Latino Spider Man, for lack of a better phrase. Do you not remember this? What are we on? It was um, was it Gods and Monsters. They had the cartoon where Brainiac came to Earth as a baby, and they had to send Sp- uh, they had to send Superman in to deal with him. But Brainiac was a baby, so he couldn't deal with his powers.
0: No, that was. um... You're thinking of uh, All Star Superman.
1: No, I think it's Gods and Monsters.
0: <gasps> yeah, you're right. There which you I go. just rewatched. Thank yeah, you. you're right. Yes. Where they're like, but he'll grow up into, or I recognize that it will be a threat. And like so, I said, um, and he
1: walks in, and it's just this sad little kid there crying that doesn't understand what's happening. And then he heat visions
0: it. Mm-hmm.
1: But he has to.
0: Yeah, it's a hard decision.
1: But it's just one of those things where you're like fuck you, Superman. Yeah. Fuck you for It's 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 the Fry Dogs episode. All right? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, the one with Ace?
1: No, no, I'm just saying that's episode I'd say the one with Ace. Cartoons that make you cry. Um Yeah, the episode with Fry where he discovers his dog again and they have the See whole, more. like See a, more butts. But it's the whole it's not the episode that's the problem. It's the epilogue when you see Seymour waiting, waiting for, him, for him for like ten more years. And it's not that he wasn't loved and cared for. It's that he was still waiting for Fry. Oh, my
0: God. Don't. I don't.
1: Yeah. No. No. No.
0: So on Arrow.
1: <laughs> yes. Let's move on to Arrow, please. Uh,
0: it's been revealed that uh, Chase, the DA, um, who's... Um, hasn't been revealed yet, but it, it's all, him. we all know. Well, the people that read the comics do. Um, he covered up, uh, Billy's death, who, uh, Prometheus manipulated, uh, Ollie into killing Billy, mm-hmm. who was Felicity's boyfriend, which, I, do you know if, like, I don't, does Prometheus know... Like, Prometheus knows that Ollie's the arrow, right?
1: I don't know if he knows how involved Felicity is. Exactly.
0: So, like... Like I said, I'm not... Was it just, like... Shirt. Like, oh, like, here's a cop he can kill, or is it... This is his ex-girlfriend's new boyfriend, and there's a whole nother level of shit we can drop down on I would on have Green to arrow. say,
1: honestly, I would assume it's the whole nev- another level of bullshit, because why would they op- pass up the opportunity to write that in a storyline? Right, right, just It's a much more compelling storyline. But they haven't made that clear yet. We don't really know.
0: So, you do find out. Um, this was, I was talking to Deb off air about this. Very slow moving episode, but a lot of stuff happens. But you
1: said everything and nothing happened this episode.
0: Well, you have Thea coming back. Um, hey. Don't, yeah, yet. I like Willa. Yeah. The actress, I mean. Don't, yeah, yet on this one. Um, you'd have her coming back. She finds out that Ollie's... Um, journal uh, journalist girlfriend is starting to put together the dots on Green Arrow Ollie. Um, in terms I would have of like
1: said, connect the dots as opposed to put together the dots.
0: Yes, she connects them by putting them together, uh, and Was makes a line, a dot, a line, a big line. Um, you're right, connect the dots, um, and so she and Felicity hack the journalist computer discrediting her which
1: well, not a bad move it's, it's, it's a little uncomfortable but it makes sense in the scenario
0: unfortunately that results in her getting fired
1: which is better than what happened on Gotham when he dated a journalist and she ended up getting shot
0: I don't know, I don't watch Gotham, don't know what you're talking about, don't care um
1: I binge it, it's actually not bad as a binge, Donald Lug is still great
0: he's still alive I would have thought they killed him by as now. As
1: As far as I know, I mean, I'm in like three episodes behind, but yeah, he's still alive.
0: Good on him. Um...
1: He's still doing well in that character.
0: So you have Ollie pissed at Thea and Felicity, uh, and his know, girlfriend. And
1: Felicity were in such a great place.
0: Yeah, well, they were getting better. Um, obviously his journalist girlfriend, mad at him. Um, you also have the fact that it's come out that, like I said, the DA had covered up Billy's death. Um... And Prometheus is once again manipulating the media and certain things to turn the city against not just the Green Arrow.
1: But all vigilantes?
0: All like himself, because now he's up for impeachment of mayor. Interesting. So, we shall see what happens.
1: How many episodes do we have left this season?
0: Oof. Um... Are we halfway through? Oh, we're more than halfway through.
1: Are we two-thirds through?
0: Yeah, yeah, so two, we probably three, have like seven. six episodes left. Yeah, maybe yeah, six, seven. Six or seven. Okay. Maybe eight. Maybe eight. I think the last one I watched was seven episode eleven or twelve. Okay. So, okay, so we have. Out we have twenty, have, out of you know approximately. They normally do
1: about twenty three or twenty four. Yeah,
0: so I mean we're coming off of the mid season finale, so um, mm-hmm. you've probably got another. At least eight. Yeah.
1: Um, legends. Anything.
0: Um, I don't. Do I have notes on legends? No, but I I do remember they um they managed to catch the brainwashed um Rip Hunter. Looking to see how that plays out. Um, once again, the Legion of Doom is so much more fun to watch. Grundy than, wants pants. Well, Grundy's not in it. Uh, I'm was sorry. An arrow.
1: When you say Legions of Doom, all I can think of is that, and you know exactly what. I, I know think. what
0: you're talking about. But uh, it's so much more fun to watch the dynamic of the Legion of Doom um, than it is to watch the Legends. Um, I mean, I liked...
1: Well, you know that I've had issues with Legends from the get-go.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the Steven Spielberg episode, the Raiders of the Lost Art, is a, a, a phenomenal episode, and I think it's a, it's it's going to stand as one of the strongest in the series no matter how long the series goes. Um,
1: while well, they get renewed.
0: But... You're not happy about that, I know. Um,
1: I think it's a waste of talent, and I think it's a bad premise, and I think they've handled it badly.
0: Would you prefer to see the cast folded into other shows? I would. Now that they have another Black Canary, I'd like to see what happens if when White Canary comes up against that.
1: Frankly, um, I'd like to see them take over Supergirl so they can try one super shitty show with one half decent show, and maybe make something watchable.
0: Fun pitch. Supergirl. Supergirl
1: sucks. Legends goes and tries to make it better.
0: Supergirl in the Legion of Legends. Right.
1: Nobody saw us high five. We high fived.
0: We totally high fived. I would love to see a uh, Supergirl in the Legion of Legends. Well,
1: that's what pisses me the off uh, the most about Legends of Tomorrow is they have such a talented cast. And same inc- with Supergirl. They just incredibly talented them. cast. And, like I said, I. just...
0: Uh,
1: like, the one episode of Legends that I super love is the one where Brandon Routh and Hot Girl get stranded and end up trying to make a go of it in the 60s as a biracial couple. Fixin? No, Hot Girl.
0: You're right, it was a Hot Girl.
1: No, yeah, this isn't the first season. This is within, like, the first ten episodes.
0: No, that was second season. I think it's second season? Mm-hmm. Okay. When they all get time displaced.
1: Yeah, like I said, they get stranded in the 60s. No, you're right, it might have been the first season. I think it's the first season. I think it's the first season. Like I said, they get stranded in the 60s and end up making a go of it. And he's a professor. And I can't remember what she does. But like I said, they ended up being like an actual functional couple. And then they have to deal with all the repercussions of them joining the team afterwards. That's like one of the only episodes I really, truly enjoyed. Well, that and White Canary kicking ass at the Gulag. Just Actually,
0: that. the new one, which was Camelot 3000. Um,
1: which just makes me think of Dracula 2000.
0: Well, it should But... Um, is that an... What are you looking at? Ultimate X-Men lunchbox I've never seen?
1: Yeah, it's right there. I've had that for years.
0: Sabretooth Magneto? Who's yeah. the one on the right?
1: <laughs> Get up and look at it.
0: Yeah, no. Um, Hold on, Legends... i grab it for you. No, no. Legends is... It... It's a thing. Um, um, I actually
1: want to talk about the CW um, for a second. Look at okay. the other side. Uh, so we talked about it briefly. I started kind of vaguely watching Riverdale.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're going to hate it. Like it had promisings of an interesting Veronica Mars. It's a little bit too Pretty Little Liars. Oh. Wow. Yeah, exactly. It's a murder mystery, but it's so teenage. Also, they made some really bad makeup choices on some of their actresses. But like I said, it's supposed to be. It was supposed to be like a little murder mystery that was a little bit Twin Peaksy. It's it's a little bit too juvenile. Like I said, I'm I think I'm about five episodes in right now, and it does have some interesting things about it. But it's it's trying so hard, and not doing great.
0: Like it, like you can tell that it tries too hard.
1: It I can tell it's trying crazy too hard, and it's also really underutilizing one of their best actresses, which is the actress who plays Betty. Like it's 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 trying to make a couple of the specific actresses in the series like these total sex symbols and it's just not working also the kid that they had murdered supposed to be really good looking and he has the weirdest mouth
0: he has the weirdest mouth
1: I'll pull up some pictures for you like I don't know what they did makeup wise to his mouth but it looks very strange he has a weird mouth it mm. looks like he's wearing lip liner oof thank you
0: uh, so let's see uh, The Walking Dead I'm behind by an episode but I did want to bring up a few points
1: I'm Negan
0: you saw what I'm only going to refer to as The Battle Walker mm-hmm. which was fucking rad yep did you do you know what I'm talking about oh, yes okay so they they find this um junkyard based um group I think they call them the scavengers like Lucy I don't think I have an actual name um led by uh, Jadis um, who, that actress is killing it, being like the most like we, like apathetic character where she's like, yeah we scavenge shit because we have to and we fight and if it's a bother then we don't. Like it's the, the actress that plays her is phenomenal. You're probably causing some kind of feedback.
1: You can't just look at it.
0: No. Um, fine, I'm looking at it If there's feedback, you and I are talking later
1: <laughs> See, you ruined it See what Hold I mean on his mouth?
0: Oh, that's a weird mouth I told you It's like a baboon's ass Like I said, um, it
1: looks like he's wearing lip liner And I know that's not him, I know that's just bad makeup And they've been
0: plumped Like he did the that, like, uh, that uh, the, the stuff the, that the makes Jenner. Your, yeah, no No, the, well you're thinking collagen
1: You're thinking Kylie Jenner Yes I
0: am where you suck on the glass. to.
1: But like I said, it's bad makeup.
0: Um,
1: So, walking dead.
0: Yeah, so... Battle walk. The battle walker. Awesome. They basically filled a zombie with spikes, blinded it, and put a helmet on it full of other spikes so that Rick, every time he tries to defend himself from it, just gets cut up. You realize this through is... Through his funny. hand, through his leg. Go ahead. This is
1: like the modern version of throwing a flaming chicken over the wall in medieval times. It's just going to run around and set fire to your entire castle. Yeah,
0: I can... Yeah, I I, I guess that's the analogy I'd go. It's um, a
1: living object that causes more damage than it realizes, uh, and it has a mind of its own,
0: isn't the, so to speak. Isn't there a term for an arson rat? You light the tail, like you let the tail on fire, and it runs through the building. I, I, there you is know a, what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, right? there is
1: a word for that.
0: Yeah, But anyway, so <clears throat> yeah, so that was great. It's not I love that. I, I boat, think,
1: but it's essentially a fireboat.
0: Um, but I loved that you got to see like another elevation of how people can utilize walkers as weapons.
1: Which they actually kind of started hinting at in like one of the Dawn of the Deads. When they had the hanging zombies that they were torturing. Mm-hmm. In the was was it a Sheriff's Camp? Yeah. Like I said, they started it was very in two. like I said, very early on in zombie films, they started hinting at how you could quote unquote weaponize a zombie.
0: Yeah, and letting loose or like the fact that like there was in by this uh you know, Xavier's camp, like there were gonna be ho- holding off that horde that you saw the, in the season before. Um, but yet, Rick and, you know, the group used that horde as a means to an end the season before as well. well I mean, the whole
1: thing with, like, the lights and sirens. You can herd them to do a specific thing. Mm-hmm. You can draw them in a specific place. This is just another escalation where you're actually kind of weaponizing it. Literally
0: weaponizing it. <laughs> um, so I loved that. Um, and I love that you find out that uh, I wrote Jesus, but it was actually uh, Father Gabriel. He's okay. Like, he was taken against his will. He's Just so not you know, my life is like, I wrote Jesus. But I meant the priest. I meant Father Gabriel. Um, that he's okay. Like, he wasn't trying to fuck over the group, he was taken against his will. He gets, like, he and Rick have a really awesome moment near the end of the episode. Um, Like I said, I'm I'm, I'm a week behind, but um, they have a really good moment where, you know...
1: He needs redemption.
0: And he finds it with Rick, where, like, he... It could have been a moment where he threw Rick under the bus. And he kind of does, where he goes, like, hey, this is Rick Grimes. He can find whatever you want. He's talking to the scavengers. That's why you let him go, because he can find what you want. And Rick's like...
1: Right before he gets um, riggedy, riggedy,
0: riggedy, riggedy, riggedy wrecked. Before he gets riggedy wrecked. Sorry. And,
1: Son.
0: you know, he. Rick understands what he's saying, where it's like, you know what? Father Gabriel has put his faith in Rick. Not, I'm not saying like like unto God, but like in terms of a very human level, he's put his faith in Rick that Rick can do what he needs to do to get ABC done to me. You know he he can well, get the means done a for the of end. Needs. What?
1: P-cure, I can't say procure. Procure. Like I said, it's procure of needs. I've been known to acquire certain goods. Oh, you're talking about red. Okay, gotcha. Um, well, like I said, I can't say. Damn it.
0: No, you can say damn it. You can't say the other word. Well, I anyway, can also
1: say peculiar most of the time either, but still.
0: Um. So i What I'm, else you got? Uh, there are a few movies. Well, let's wrap up TV before we jump into movies. Sure. Um, I want to say once again, I say it every week, and I know you're rolling. You're gonna roll your eyes. Shield is fucking killing it. Pfft. Um, the whole thing of like who's an LMD, which is life model decoy, who's not. So who are these advanced androids that can you know evade sensors and connect human? What are their What is their agenda? Um, once again, I like this half of the season that's more about trust, espionage, technology than I was the first half of the season that was about magic. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, You said that last week.
0: I've said that pretty much every week since Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. came back. Um, Two things. uh, Speaking of, we talked about guerrilla armies earlier, um, there's an army of daisies like, the highly no, which trained... Is, which is terrifying. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. They can't replicate the inhuman powers so it doesn't have, like, the quake abilities but that still, we know of. But it's still daisy. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's an army... It's not, like having an army of, of Melinda Mays. Well, effectively. How
1: did you know I was gonna say she's not yeah. the Calvary, but still.
0: So, and speaking of Calvary, they show that uh, their bodies are, like, in the Matrix, or their minds are, like, effectively in the Matrix. They call it the Framework. Um, it's the But they've, yeah, been uploaded into these, like, ideal situations for them to not reject it, right? And you've got um, Coulson uh, living a normal life as a civilian, probably with the cello player, um, played by Amy Acker, who wasn't in it. Um, You've got, you know, Daisy gets woken up as an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. and they're like, Hey, tell your boyfriend to wake up. It's time to go to work. And she goes, Oh my God, Lincoln... And then you realize that it's uh, the guy that was Hydra. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I want to say... Uh, Dalton. It's Ward, thank you. I was trying to think of the actor's name Is Dalton. Um, like I said, his character name is Ward. Yeah. Uh, that Ward is her boyfriend. Uh, and May looks to be very happy going up the side of the Truskelion, which is the you know base of the Avengers. Except that instead of an Avengers symbol, it's a Hydra symbol. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see how that plays out. Um, And then of course Fitz and Simmons, well one of them's in there. Um,
1: Which
0: one? uh, The guy. Is that Simmons? No, that's Fitz. Yeah. Uh, Simmons
1: is the girl Fitz is the dude. Yeah.
0: Uh, Fitz is in there living a happy life well with Simmons. With Simmons, yeah. Yeah, so um, and and they kind of did talk about how the LMD of, of Fitz was like, well have you ever thought about marriage? And Simmons is like Well, when we rescue him, I'll ask him about it. Um, Because she realizes that the android is, you know, or the LMD is asking her. Um, But it's based on his brainwave. So a a lot of interesting stuff is going on in terms of what's real, what's not, who can you trust. Let me ask you a
1: sub-question. So one of the things that has been pretty prevalent in artificial reality movies is that if you're too happy, you realize it's not reality
0: you reject the matrix that actually happened in shield as well
1: like i said you reject the matrix but it also happens in like rick and morty when they have all of the parasites they're like if you can't remember a negative memory obviously it's not real and the first time i ever remember encountering this oddly enough was during red dwarf in red dwarf the books and the movies at some point they come across this video game that makes your every fantasy come to life and Rimmer is such a goddamn sad sack that even in his fantasy life, he's not fucking happy. Is this just human nature?
0: Absolutely. That we don't accept perfection. I mean, the thing is, like, in the well, Matrix. I wouldn't
1: say perfection. I would just say your ideal. But the perfect, perfect. world, like yeah.
0: heaven, um, so to speak. Well, and um, that
1: happens in Futurama too. When you know they have the whole thing with Evo, and everybody goes to heaven and is happy, except for Leela. Admittedly, the less right, but still, everybody's completely happy and in love.
0: But even the the B episode of um, Futurama, where oh
1: god, that's such a sad episode too. Yeah, yeah. but
0: it's like the fact that it's a rejection of a perfect world because we do define our triumphs through our conflict. Tragedy. Yeah, and you know, I mean, so yeah, to be a perfect world where everything works out. Yes, I do think it's very human to reject that. Okay. Uh, I completely like agree. Like I
1: said, it's a pretty common idea throughout sci-fi, is that if you come into the perfect world, or you get manipulated into your version of the perfect world inside your head, you're going to reject you're it like, because are like, this isn't you know- a real. Exactly.
0: Once again, we go back to the Black Mercy episode of Justice League.
1: I'm just going to start crying, because I just remember him saying goodbye to his son.
0: Yeah, name's off. Oh,
1: God. Odd. Ugh.
0: Which would be red flag number one. Ugh. Why would you name your son after your greatest enemy? But I guess it wouldn't be his greatest enemy if he never left crypto. I'm I feel not like getting into it. Like his
1: godfather, basically. But, yeah. But still, just oh god. And as a little kid, that was just such a kick in the dick.
0: Oh, that one where um, later on, when Batman gets attacked by the Black Mercy, and he's mm-hmm. like, yeah. "Mom, Dad," and you're like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like,
1: shut the front door. So. Okay. Sorry. Continue.
0: So that's, that's pretty much everything we've got on, um, on TV. We'll get into some movies real movies. quick.
1: Um, did I watch anything TV-wise I need to talk to you about? No, I've been re-binging Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's much better as a binge. I still find it funny. I still like it a great deal. But I like watching it as a binge as opposed to week-to-week. But I said the same thing about Parks and Rec. It's much more interesting to get locked into that world and know exactly what the mentality is and watch episode after episode as opposed to trying to get back to there week-to-week. Um, I finished binge-watching all 18 seasons of Law & Order Special Victims Unit.
0: Well, thank God we can finally stop talking about it.
1: still convinced I'm gonna find a body and or get raped.
0: Or get raped finding a body.
1: I don't think they've done that one yet.
0: Uh, that will be the season finale.
1: Huh. Huh. Let's see. Did I watch anything else this week I should talk about? Bob's Burgers is awesome. Yeah, we're good.
0: Cool. Um, I finished watching. Uh, I, I talked about this off air with Deb because I wasn't done watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I finished watching Nerdland, oh, which yes. is the animated the first animated movie from Titmouse Productions, who does, um, chirp, chirp, who who does Metalocalypse and a bunch of stuff on um, Adult Swim. Right. And it's Paul Rudd, uh, Patton Oswalt as main characters. You've got. I'm gonna say Hall Notes, but it's uh, Garfunkel and Oates, and Oates. Paul Shear.
1: But oh, it's an all-star cast.
0: All-star cast in terms of alt comedians.
1: It's um, an alt star cast.
0: It's an alt star cast. I like that. And, yeah, that's good. Um, basically, it's about a two friends, one of which is an aspiring actor, Paul Rudd, and an aspiring screenwriter, Patton Oswalt. Um, yeah, not far off the mark on that one um
1: except he's not aspiring anymore
0: no it, well neither of them are but you well, know I'm what i'm just
1: mean. saying Patton made his mark as a script doctor
0: i disagree with that but i think he made his mark as a stand-up comedian but um well, but he then, did talk I, about I mean, punch-up yeah hollywood wise yeah he, yeah talks a lot about punch-up in his early you stuff you can make
1: jokes from people off screen oh no i, I just fell into some butterscotch. butterscotch
0: right so um basically they decide they want to get famous They figure out it's easier to become infamous, but they can't start the murder spree because they're good people, which leads to them being caught on camera as these witnesses to this horrific crime, and they become famous, and then realize that fame does not suit them at all.
1: That's actually one of the things that I kind of think about Patton Oswalt, is that as much as he loves making people laugh and talking about, you know, his beard, who was going to say weird little quirks I don't think he likes being famous at all I don't think he likes being recognized I, th- I don't think he likes being
0: recognized I think he likes some, the money and means to be able to do what he wants to do and well, be no, creative I'm, I'm
1: completely talking about that but I'm just saying I don't think he likes how it seeps into his personal life
0: no and that, that gets into when they get famous in this movie Nerdland I mean,
1: I'm not saying he's ungracious about this in the slightest
0: I'm talk about characters now That I think they realize that there's the dark side of fame, which is the paparazzi and...
1: That you have zero of paparazzi, yourself. Paparazzi? Yes, paparazzi. Yes, paparazzi. was the yeah. Paparazzi tenor. was the singer. Paparazzi is... Yeah. tenor,
0: yeah.
1: Like I said, I, it's one of those things, like you get zero of yourself when you're famous. And it's it's changed a little bit now, because now there actually is kind of a prevailing social thing. Where you're like, well, if they're with their children, you don't, take, you don't take pictures of their kids and publish pictures of their children. But that's only been in the last two years.
0: Uh, would say two to three years, yeah. But um, like I know Dax Shepard and, and, and Christian, Chris- uh, Christian Bell Like they rallied they, against that. Like
1: I said, and with Jennifer Garner, actually, and Howard yeah. Barry we're both huge advocates of that. So within the last few years, it's been a huge thing of the, you know, if they're with their kids, don't photograph their children don't put pictures of their children up. Which I get, because they're trying to protect their children's privacy, but you as an actor or as a public personality, so to speak, give up a large part of your personal privacy. And willingly? No, not willingly. It just happens.
0: So is it right?
1: I, I didn't say it was right. I said it happens. No, um,
0: that's what I'm asking.
1: If I run into Patton Oswald on the street and he is not with his daughter... I am not going to not tell him how much I enjoy his comedy and Was it. it,
0: tell you what, was it wrong of me to compliment...
1: No, I think you did the it ...the
0: guy at, at last week? Captor. Robert, yeah, Robert, yeah. whatever his no, name is. No, not
1: was. at all. I think you did it in a respectful and polite way, and you said, I really enjoy your work on this and this, and then you left and him the fuck alone.
0: Yeah, I just dip out, and that was it.
1: I don't think that's any different from me going up to some girl that I see and say, hey, I like your shirt, and then walking off. Okay. I think, however, if you expect something in return from them, that's when it becomes a little bit... A
0: selfie or making the kid uncomfortable or something like, but like that. But I, well, I think, a selfie I think when you expect something in return
1: from them, it becomes a little invasive.
0: When it's filled, it's owed to you because you're a fan. Exactly. Okay. Like I said, it's,
1: it's it's not like, you know, I'm walking down the street and I see a girl in a dress that I like. And I say, I really like your dress. And then just keep talking. Now give me your dress! But it's one of those, will you take a picture with me?
0: Because I like your dress.
1: But like I said, I think Pretty it's... Pretty lady, in like dress? I think, uh, it's, it I think it's when you feel like they owe you something because you're a fan. Okay. I don't think it's you saying, I really enjoyed you in this, and then walking away.
0: So the end of Nerdland is about like that dark side of fame, where they do give up, and mm-hmm. they're like, oh my god, we're hounded, and we have these girls who only like us because we're famous. That's a trapping of fame, unfortunately.
1: Well, no, I get that that's a part of fame, but I'm just saying, I, I think that you cross the line when you expect something back from them. Okay. They do what they do because they like it. Or because that's what they have to do to make funny. And you acknowledge that you like it, and then you part ways, and everything's fine.
0: So if you want to see a treat on fame, um, watch Nerdland. I really liked it. Um, and the animation was in a style that I'd never really seen. Um, it reminded me very much of um, early... I can't think of the guy's name. John... Um,
1: well, what did he do?
0: Run Stimpy he's got that oh great really, John like, what's his John it's John like, like CK specific... it, it, they call him like John CK or John LK or whatever it was um Chepo Wetsik Key or whatever he's got that horrible last name um not that I'm Samurai disparaging Jack. no I'm not gonna, gonna disparage him on his last name but um and from something totally it seemed like candy uh like bubble gum um animated to this um which I, by
1: the way new Samurai Jack high five
0: Oh, the trailer looks fucking amazing. Thank you, Gendy, tartarkovsky Um Woo. I watched Arrival. Um, hot on the heels With, of um,
1: Amy Adams, yeah,
0: and Jeremy Renner and Forest Whitaker. because has been that talk off air. About oh yeah, because they there were been, like, there, there are more people in it than Amy Adams. Yeah. Um, it's really good. I.
1: I feel like it was severely snubbed.
0: Um, I think it was. What's the opposite of snubbed?
1: Overly praised.
0: Yes, that one.
1: You think it was overly praised? Yes. Really? Yeah. Not a fan.
0: It's not that it was a bad movie. I just I don't think it should have been nominated for best picture, especially going up against I what it was going up against. I don't think it should have
1: been nominated for best picture. However, I feel like Amy Adams did an incredible job in her role.
0: Okay, not saying she shouldn't have been nominated for best lead. She didn't. Uh, that I it should be snubbed. Uh, that that is snub. That's
1: the snub I was talking about.
0: Um, I think it it wasn't up for original uh screenplay, which I think it should have been.
1: Was it an original
0: screenplay? No. It was it was not up for screenplay.
1: No, no, I said was it an original screenplay. It wasn't reworked for uh, something else.
0: It might have been adaptation That's and it thing. still didn't win. Um I I think it should have won for that, but I don't think it should have been up for Best Picture. I'm sorry, I, going up against Moonlight. Fences, Fences, Moonlight, and um, Hidden Figures, and Lion. Um, and
1: La La Land. Fuck
0: La La Land. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm
1: just naming the pictures.
0: Well, we got through the... the uh, and, and Manchester by the Sea, which we talked about weeks ago. Um, mm, I
1: have feelings about Casey Affleck. Good ones? No. Mm. He's gotten a reputation. For what? Being a little bit of a sexist. Anyways, I'm glad Moonlight won. However.
0: It's just his beard. It's not him, it's his beard.
1: And his man bun.
0: Yeah, it was a really bad man bun. Anyways,
1: nice. what we were saying is I feel like Amy Adams got severely snubbed not getting nominated for Best Actress. no
0: given, I'm really glad that Emma Stone got it. I mean, no, I think she, she, she deserved wonderful.
1: it. She did wonderful, but that's not the point. I feel like she still should have gotten the nod.
0: I agree. Um, like I said, I think it was well acted, it was extremely well written, I don't know what it was doing up there with Best Picture, like... How
1: do you feel about the cinematography?
0: Uh, phenomenal. Um... Okay,
1: so do you feel like maybe all of that made up for the... For the Best Picture? I was gonna say the slightly poor direction and editing.
0: No, I think it was edited and directed well, I just don't think it should have been up there with the movies it was based on content okay um i think it was i mean it's like it's like saying interstellar should have won best picture last year no no good movie right
1: great movie not best picture
0: that's my point that's a rival okay. it's like cinematography is great give it an award for that Reading great give it an award for that acting great give him an award for that not best picture not bad, not best picture and
1: i have to tell you i've watched moonlight it's a really, really emotional and incredibly good film. I'm not going to so lie. So was
0: Manchester by the Sea. <sighs> did you watch Manchester by the Sea? I did. I'm still a little poisoned by Casey Affleck.
1: It's like trying to watch Ben Affleck. I'm sorry, trying to watch Mel Gibson play a Jew. Oof. Exactly.
0: Yeah, I'll give you that one. Um, and,
1: but like I said, I saw Moonlight. It's an incredible fucking film.
0: And it won Beth Picture.
1: Which it wholly deserved and admittedly arrival is not in the same category as no. the film but i still feel like it deserved a little bit more attention than it got
0: i think it deserved attention in different ways like i said best actress uh screenplay cinematography editing um which uh, sound editing you're, it's always gonna be an action movie it, that's just the way it is
1: can we talk about makeup can we fucking believe... Real quick. Can we can fucking believe that Suicide Squad got an Oscar for Best Makeup?
0: For Harley Quinn or Joker? In general. Or El Diablo?
1: In general. El Diablo!
0: Um, can we
1: believe they got Best Makeup?
0: Well, it didn't win. There's no way it won. It did.
1: Really? got the Oscar for Best Makeup. It's, it's, there's been a whole hilarious list on all of the sites lately about shitty movies that won Oscars. Suicide Squad, Best Makeup.
0: Well, I mean, it, admittedly, like...
1: I'm not saying the makeup wasn't phenomenal. I am not saying that at all.
0: It's just the actors underneath it were...
1: Ugh.
0: Hamstrung by...
1: A terrible script and yeah. bad, and it was in bad direction?
0: Um, David Oyer is not a bad director. He's not.
1: Well, at least I think he was tried. hamstrung. I think he was Fantastic. hamstrung by the studio,
0: if if I had to say, because he was that,
1: hamstrung by the studio, and he was hamstrung by fucking because Warner Brothers, Superman, Batman, Superman kicked him right in the fucking exactly, and, and the studio, Warner Brothers, was, was like, they they're the like, fuck hey, out. we
0: we basically flubbed Captain America: Civil War, <laughs> basically, um, so. Your Guardians of the Galaxy equivalent needs to be Guardians of the Galaxy, which is like, that's not the way it works. So I think studio politics really fucked that movie. But I mean, admittedly... The
1: thing is, it wasn't going to be great to begin with. It was going to be acceptable. But you know what? It was going to be okay. It wasn't going to be fucking great. It was never going to be Guardians.
0: But in terms of makeup, I mean, everyone looked... As much as I... I'm not a huge fan of Jared Leto's Joker. He looked good. He did. You could not like the tattoos, or the grill, or any of that bullshit. But, he looked good.
1: You think they deserve the Oscar?
0: I'm not saying that. I don't know what was up against him. I, I don't know. Was it Moana? <laughs> good answer. Thank you.
1: Good answer.
0: Um, no
1: Sorry, what do we have next?
0: We'll get into... Uh, I guess we'll get into like the good news, bad news. Good news, uh, bad news. Good news, new
1: segment we're doing.
0: Uh, I watched uh, *Bad Santa* too. Yeah. Speaking of Oscar award winners, because there are at least two of them.
1: That's what Billy Bob Thornton's doing now.
0: And Kathy Bates.
1: <laughs> Kathy Bates can do whatever she wants.
0: Yeah, she's Kathy Bates. Um, you know what I really want I Kathy actually... Bates
1: to do the next season of *Fargo*.
0: Wasn't she already on? I
1: don't care. Let them redo her hair. Yes, I know she's on American Horror Story all the time. But like I said, I don't care. Make a new character for her. Make her hair different. Put a different fucking lipstick on her. I want more Fargo. Okay.
0: Um, I actually really like Bad Santa, too. I mean, I don't think it's a... I mean, it's not like... Let's give it an Oscar.
1: Was it entertaining?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Did it make you laugh? Oh, yeah. Did you like bad Bad Santa? I didn't like Bad Santa.
0: Then you would hate Bad Santa, too. I liked Bad Santa. Was I it, loved Bad Santa, too.
1: Was it everything you wanted it to be?
0: And more, actually. Then um, it's a good movie. And do you know who's in it? Hmm.
1: Norman, uh, Norman
0: Reedus? Dick, Ca- uh, Dick Casablancas.
1: Oh, God. What is that actor's name? Ryan...
0: Whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah. Ryan mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's in it. And so is, um... God damn it. I'm smacking Devin. I'm sorry. Um... Uh, what is he? From, from Mad Men. Um, John Hamm? No. No, lady. It's a lady. Christina Hendricks. Uh, Christine- Christina Hendricks. Yeah, Christina Hendrix is in it.
1: The one with the giant boobs.
0: Yeah, you know, like the like classic like, no, hourglass. No, she's,
1: she's got the Hollywood Marilyn Monroe shape. She's mm. a gorgeous hourglass and a beautiful she, woman.
0: She becomes his new love interest?
1: Seriously? Like he deserves a woman like that?
0: Well, she's kind of weirdly born again and then uh, she comes across him hey. and, like, she's like, fuck me in the alley. And he's like, is that a euphemism? Because he...
1: Are you trying to tell me he's her downfall?
0: And redemption. Uh, By the end of the movie. I'm
1: pretty sure alley sex is no road to redemption.
0: Uh, He does make her call him Santa, which was a nice callback. Oh, back.
1: God, no, thank you. Oh, pass. What else did you watch, Doug?
0: Um, that was the good news.
1: What's the bad news?
0: It's game over, man. Game over.
1: I can't believe Bill Paxton did
0: it. Yeah, right. I don't know what he was. He was, was in... so
1: young. I get that he died due to complications was... from surgery, which probably means he from some... what? I He's in his sixties. It was probably prostate related. But like very
0: early sixties.
1: But I'm just saying, chances are he got probably some kind of infection or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um... But it's just, I read that fucking headline that he passed away, and I was just flabbergasted. Because he was just starting his new series, Training Day, on Fox, mm-hmm. and not even premiered yet, and admittedly, he's a pretty forgettable actor. But he's no, had he's so not. many memorable parts.
0: What do you mean forgettable? Game over, man. He was the, he was Chet in Weird Science. He killed it in um. I want to say Live, Die, Repeat, but what was the actual name of the movie? Um, um, Edge of Tomorrow.
1: Yes. God, that was a terrible name. For no.
0: Oh yeah, terrible! I think it's a terrible movie.
1: No, terrible. They should have just named it "Lived." I repeat. Yeah,
0: I mean, except for the third act, but the first two thirds of it were fucking awesome, and he killed it. He stole the show.
1: He's also been in like at least Twister, thirty other movies in between now and then.
0: But I mean, he Bill... was
1: never an A-list star, but he was an A-list talent.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, Bill Paxson, fucking phenomenal. I do want to say on a side note. How many emails of condolences do you think Bill Pullman's wife got?
1: A lot. hmm I'm so glad I'm not the only one that thought that.
0: Yeah. Um, messengers, he was really good in that.
1: I wasn't going to make a joke about him being president in Independence Day.
0: But, I mean, it, 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 it's not He's like...
1: He's had a successful career spanning decades in Hollywood.
0: It's just one of those, it, it was once again sudden.
1: And I won't call so him. It, I won't call him a character actor.
0: I would. He,
1: you think? Yeah. But like I said, he was he was a consummate talent in Hollywood, where if you hired him, you knew you were going to get the performance you wanted to get.
0: And more in some cases.
1: A lot more. I don't mean that badly.
0: No, but I mean, like, think about like casting him in Alien. Was it Alien or Aliens? It's it Alien. Um, alien, because the first one. Yeah.
1: do good from outer space. It's the I only mean, way to be sure. <laughs>
0: But game like, over, man. It's game over. Like, yeah, like, there's no way you could have predicted he would give that... F- i
1: repeat, consummate professional, consummate talent. I
0: agree. Um, so Rip, Bill Paxton...
1: We're very, very surprised of your passing and hope your family's doing okay. And,
0: and they said that at the end of the Oscars when they did the uh, memoriam. In memoriam. Um, and it was... I can't, I can't think of the actress that, the, that did it, um, unfortunately. But she started breaking up. Which made me break a little up. And then I knew that, like...
1: But it's just one of those things where, like, pretty much everybody I follow on Instagram had a post about him.
0: Yeah. Um, we all have those fun memories. Like I said, it's... If it's not Twister or Alien, it's, like I said, he's Chet in Weird Science. Which is, which is so my fucking first.
1: weird to think of him as. Because he's such a douche in that role. And that's not who he was. No, he wasn't. But he was so... Like, him and he Ro- was the him best friend. Him and Robert Downey Jr., <laughs>
0: He was the best friend in, uh, what was that fucking weird-ass movie with, uh, Judd Nelson? The Dark the dark Backwards? Where the comedian grows the arm out of his back? I
1: don't remember that.
0: You've never seen The Dark Backwards?
1: Apparently we're gonna watch it soon. Oh my
0: god, yeah, uh, Bill Paxton has this both obsession with f- fucking fat ladies and dead bodies?
1: Oh god, pass.
0: Oh, it's a, yeah, it's a it's it's a, no, it's Oh my god! I can't believe you've never seen the dark backwards. Oh, is pass. It dark backwards, strange backwards. Well, Judd Nelson. Well, look it up when we're done. Judd Nelson plays a, a a failing comedian.
1: You mean like Life?
0: Yeah, uh, who grows a third arm out of his back, and okay. that's his key to fame. Oh, it's
1: it is it is perfectly awesome.
0: No, it's great. It's great. Uh, so anyway, uh, let's get to the usual ending nonsense.
1: Uh, mistakes I made this week. I am currently wearing my Iron Man leggings backwards.
0: Doug? Um, mistakes I made this week. Um, well, I'm wearing my underwear forwards. That's good. Um,
1: never, I'm guessing you're a boy, so you've never had this problem. But I totally had one of those mornings where I was just uncomfortable all day. And then I went to the bathroom and realized they put my underwear no, backwards. No, I've done
0: that. I've done that. Really? Mm-hmm
1: heard it's harder to do that for dudes, but okay.
0: No, it's happened.
1: Like I said, I've totally put on my underwear backwards before and not realized for a couple hours.
0: Yeah, but you don't have a p. pee
1: Do, f- do I actually use the p flap?
0: Yeah, if you got a small dick. Nice. I'm not even having that, because I don't. Because I do. not no.
1: Like I said, if you have a yeah. small dick, nice.
0: You pull it out. Like, otherwise, like, no. it's full on buttons it. No, but pretty...
1: Pretty much Ladies. every, like I said, pretty much every guy I've ever known that always does the unbutton, zip, and pull it down to pee.
0: How far down when you say pull it down? Like right there. Yeah. Okay. No, like, just not like, like knees or. No, like,
1: no, not like knees or anything. Just enough. to... Drop like, to your ankles, like an elementary school. No, kid. just like a little bit underneath the dick and or the sack, depending if you trim or not. Well,
0: just you know, throw on the dick neck and.
1: But like I said, though, no, I've never, I've literally never known a dude that peed through the pee hole.
0: In underwear, not. Nah. Oh, biologically.
1: in underwear. I'm sorry. That was very ambiguous.
0: I like that. I've never known a guy to pee out of his pee hole. What aliens are you hanging out with?
1: Pee through the pee hole in his underwear.
0: And by the way, uh, The Arrival?
1: Doug was right. It is The Arrival. No,
0: it's just Arrival. The Arrival, I think, is the one with Charlie Sheen where the aliens with the backwards legs.
1: Well, now that I'm wearing my leggings backwards...
0: You're one of those aliens.
1: No, I'm just wondering, like, what would chairs look like if your knees bent the other way?
0: Well, let's ask those aliens from the Charlie Sheen movie.
1: Uh, do we have a social contract?
0: Yeah, actually we do. I was gonna cut it off there, but fuck it. Social contract, asshole. So, if you ask me for a cigarette... Oh, God. And i bum it to you. Fine. Free will, man. I give you the cigarette. I got a cigarette to spare. Well,
1: smokers help out other smokers.
0: Yeah, for the most part. That does not mean we're best fucking friends. And you need to, like, compliment my shirt, my jacket, my shoes. That happened.
1: Side note, while this was inside, happily drinking and eating french fries.
0: Yeah, you were smart. Um, We don't need to be on a conversational. Like, look, dude... When I, when you literally walked by, I didn't even look up at him. He goes, you got a cigarette? I literally reached in my pocket without looking down from my phone. Yes, I was like into my phone thing. Um, gave him a cigarette, went, do you need a light? Yes, great. Reached in the pocket. Here's a lighter. Hands me back the lighter. And he goes, oh, it's a really funny thing on your lighter. It says hip hop for life. Um, and I went, pretty funny. And I went, yep. Like, that's it. Close conversation. You don't now stand there awkwardly trying to make conversation with me because I l- gave you a cigarette. Like, oh, dude, me. I did not, hold on. I did not look up for my phone to bum you the cigarette, nor the light, nor take the dollar you were offering me, which I turned down because I am a good human being. Um, I had enough cigarettes that I was like, eh, I could just have one. Um, that does not mean we're best fucking friends. And we need to talk, period, actually, at all. Like... Duck,
1: maybe you just wanted to get into your pants.
0: If you like this, check out some of our other shows, like D20 Proof, Knapsack Comedy, and Mr. Right. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher.
1: Oh, yeah.